1: right, Ozzy Albies has returned to the Atlanta Braves. Welcome to the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the Battery Power Podcast Network. My name is Sean Coleman, hope wherever you are, and wherever you are listening, you are having a wonderful start to your Saturday, a special Saturday edition of the Daily Hammer. But when it comes to Ozzie Albies making his return to Atlanta, you better well make sure we're going to be able to enjoy it all that we can, and the Braves certainly enjoyed it last night with a 7-2 to victory over the Philadelphia Phillies. You can find the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power podcast, the Road to Atlanta podcast, and the podcast to be named later all at BatteryPower.com. At Battery Power SBN across all forms of social media and free on all podcast platforms. Wherever you choose to listen, that's where we'll be for free. Just hit that subscribe button and you'll get the latest content when it's available. Of course, my name is Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. When it comes to the Braves, here's the latest from Atlanta. So the Braves enjoyed an off day on Thursday, and I say enjoyed because it was for multiple reasons. Number one, they obviously after a long West Coast road trip were ready to return to Atlanta. But also they had some struggles on this West Coast road trip. Now, for most teams late in the season, going on a going on a West Coast road trip, playing the quality of opponents the Braves played, four and four, you'd be okay with it. But as great as the Braves have been playing over the past 4 months, The fact that they ended the road trip losing consecutive series for the first time in four months, it it made the West Coast trip a bit disappointing. The offense struggled, the bullpen struggled, so the Braves needed something to get them going. Not only was it returning to Atlanta, but they really needed something to get back on the right track as they went into a weekend series against another very good team in the Philadelphia Phillies, and the Braves started a stretch run of the season where they hopefully could put pressure and eventually pass the New York Mets for the NL East division title. And I don't think there was any better way to give the Braves the spark that they needed to get them that jolt of positivity than the return of Ozzie Albies. That's right, early Friday, it was announced that Ozzie Albies would return to the Braves, his first time being in the Atlanta lineup in over three months since he unfortunately broke his foot in Washington back in mid-June, and Ozzie had started, you know, earlier this week, really getting going at Gwinnett, and Ozzie Albies being back in the lineup, for one thing, you know, we all know that he is a difference maker when it comes to his talent, his production, he's shown that time and time again, you know, in the early part of his career, but make no mistake, perhaps the best aspect of Ozzy Albies is just the source of positive energy that he is, the spark plug that he is, you know, there's few better images in terms of the Braves franchise than Ozzy Albies smiling, interacting with teammates, you know, on and off the field, Ozzy just consistently is a source of positive energy, just, just of happiness, you know, for lack of a better way of putting it. It just seems like it's more fun when Ozzy Albies is on the field and enjoying playing baseball and to make it even better, to make it even better. And last night was a great reminder of this. It's been few times over the past 15 months that we've been able to see a healthy Ozzy Albies and a healthy Ronald Acuna Jr. playing together on the field. That was one of the best parts of Braves baseball through 2000, from 2018 through you know the early part of 2021. And then, due to injuries to Ronald last year and Ozzy this year, we haven't been able to see it that much. You know, I had fun calling them the best duo of best friends in baseball, not only because of their talent, but because of how clear they made it. They enjoyed playing together. And we thankfully get to see that once again. And last night was a great reminder of when they're playing together, how productive they could be. So make no mistake about it. It it was an awesome time to get Ozzy Albies back in the Braves lineup. And it took a little bit of time. For the Braves to be able to prove that, but they got the job done last night when they needed to in a 7-2 victory over the Philadelphia Phillies. Max Freed was not at his best. Six innings pitched, four uh, four hits allowed, two earned runs, four strikeouts, but three walks and two home runs allowed. That's the second straight start in which Max Freed had allowed two home runs in one of the best, you know, strengths of Max Reed this year was his ability to limit the long ball. And unfortunately, in two straight starts, he's allowed home runs. But, but last night showed why Max Reed truly is among the best pitchers in the game. Even when he didn't have his best stuff, he was still able to limit a pretty good lineup. From being able to score more than two runs, he was able to put together a quality start and keep the Braves close before he handed off to the bullpen. And that's when the Braves offense finally was able to get going. William Contreras, he hit the home run earlier in the game. He was able to have a big game last night. But make no mistake, the best part of last night was Ronald Acuna Jr.'s at-bat in the bottom of the eighth inning to put the Braves ahead 3-2. to two. We've been talking about it over the past week. You've seen it across many different formats when it comes to the coverage here at BatteryPower.com. The top of the Braves order has struggled, struggled mightily to begin September. Ronald Acuna Jr., when he hit that home run last night to put the Braves ahead, that's the closest that we've seen to him being his normal self, in my opinion, in quite a while. Not only him being able to take the fastball to the opposite field, but also just his reaction, his excitement. That's the closest we've seen him be his normal self in a while. And it was great to see. That's the type of reference point that could really get him going at the time we need it most to end this season. Austin Riley had a good bat in the, in the bottom of the eighth inning. And then it was the bottom of the Braves order again. William Contreras, Michael Harris, Ozzie Albies with the two-run double. The Braves offense was able to have the big inning that they needed, and they were able to get the job done in a 7-2 victory over the Phillies. But the other thing that stood out last night, Ozzie Albies returning, Ronald Acuna Jr. having a great at-bat, hitting the go-ahead home run, Max Freed still getting the job done, even when he didn't have his best stuff. But another big development last night, though it didn't really matter at the end, but it still was a big development, is the utilization of
0: Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S Y L V A N 29.com.
1: While the return of Ozzy Albies and and his play on the field last night, the contributions he made, seeing Ronald Acuna Jr., you know, had that great at bat. For the go ahead home run. While there were plenty of positives on the field and obviously off the field with the announcement of the return of Ozzy Albies, there also was a bit of negative news that certainly is relevant for the Braves. It was announced that right handed reliever Kirby Yates was placed on the 15 day injured list with right elbow inflammation. Now, the reason that's significant. Um, This time, you know, for Yates than it may be for most others, is the fact that Yates has just returned, you know, from multiple years away from the mound. Due to Tommy John surgery, he returned to Atlanta, you know, in August. Uh, He had nine appearances through seven innings, struggled through the most part, but the fact that he now goes back on the injured list with right right elbow inflammation, it's an unfortunate thing to see. Now, does this necessarily mean that Yates won't be available for the rest of the season? That remains to be determined, but... It certainly, you know, is not something necessarily that you would think the Braves would, you know, heavily count on when it comes to his contributions for the rest of the season. And the impact of losing Yates, you know, in all honesty, probably is is more, you know, impactful in theory than reality. Because make no mistake about it, the hope for the Braves when they signed Kirby Yates in the offseason was that they would get a very talented reliever back towards the end of this year. They would work through him getting back into game shape. And then hopefully, he would return to being somewhere close to what he formerly was. And that would have been a great asset for this Braves bullpen, especially one that lost Luke Jackson at the start of the season. And yes, timeline-wise, it definitely worked out. Yates returned about the time the Braves thought that he would. He was able to get through his rehab assignment. But unfortunately, Yates struggled for many of his outings once he arrived in Atlanta, though he had gotten better in recent outings. So at the end of the day, the Braves are, are not losing one of their more productive or one of their more reliable arms from this year, but it definitely is, you know, less than ideal to see the Braves losing an option that could have been a go-to arm in Leverage situations as we went further into the season and obviously into the postseason. So, you know, again, don't want to say anything things for sure, but it obviously seems that, you know, the likelihood of Kirby Yates returning and being a reliable arm for the Braves at some point this season, that may be harder to rely on now than it was before The hope is is that perhaps this is just an injury that will be able to work itself out in time. And if Kirby Yates is not available this year, perhaps he can get back closer to what he once was going into next year, and hopefully nothing serious will come from it. So best to Kirby Yates, and hope that it's a short and quick stint on the injured list. But of course, the other thing when it comes to the Braves bullpen that was significant from last night is the usage of Ricey Iglesias. When the Braves went up 3 to 2 after Ronald Acuña Jr.'s home run, it wasn't Kinley Jansen who got up in the bullpen, it was Ricey Iglesias. And we've talked about over the past week what would Kinley Jansen struggles and they've been clear. Kinley Jansen before he went on the injured list in late June versus after he returned in mid-July. The Kinley Jansen that we saw before, which was one of the better relievers in baseball, he's been far from that since he's returned to the mound. That's nothing against Kinley Jansen. It's just the fact that his numbers have shown that he has been nowhere near as reliable over the past two months as he were, was the first three months of the season. So the Braves, knowing that they needed to start putting some wins together, it looked like they were going to go to Iglesias in a safe situation before Atlanta was able to pull ahead to make it a non safe situation in the bottom of the eighth inning. And the reason why the Braves did this, it's not just because of the fact that Jensen has obviously struggled. Jansen's obviously struggled over the past few months. It's also the fact that Iglesias has been absolutely lights out since he's come to Atlanta. In 17 innings, or 17 and two-thirds innings over 19 games, Iglesias has 21 strikeouts, four walks. He's only allowed nine hits and only one earned run. If you want to talk about the arm that the Braves need to leverage more than any other right now, it's Iglesias. There's a reason why they traded for him, despite the fact that he's owed, you know, doubled or you know, eight figures per year over the next three years. It's the fact that he is a very, very good reliever. Now, obviously, many knew that. The Braves knew that when they traded for him. But for a Braves bullpen that right now needs as much certainty as possible, the way that you do that is you utilize your best arm in high leverage situations. And it was great to see overall that the Braves were able to put together another game, thanks to Dylan Lee, Jesse Chavez, Colin McHugh, and Iglesias, the Braves were once again, they were able to put together another strong game out of the bullpen. So that was another great development from last night, but it was very interesting to see that the Braves were going to go to Iglesias in this situation. We may start to see more of him either in save situations, and in my opinion, it doesn't necessarily come, out, come down to save situations as much as it does using your best arms when they're needed the most. Whether it's save situations, whether it's late in the game going through the opposition's best part of the order, utilize your best arms where they're needed most. Brian Snicker did a great job of that last year in the playoffs. Hopefully, we'll continue to see that this year as the Braves make it through the home stretch of the season and into the postseason. Well, tonight for the Braves, they were able to eventually get the victory last night, though they struggled against Rangers Juarez for much of the game against the Phillies, it doesn't get any easier. The most familiar face the Braves have seen on the mound over the past several years is back on the mound tonight for the Phillies, and his name is Aaron Nola. And Nola, just like Freed last night, I talked about it earlier this week, just like Freed last night, Nola has every chance to be able to put together a strong performance that could really make him a true Cy Young candidate. Max Fried didn't really take advantage of that last night. Aaron Nola could tonight. But, despite how talented, talented he is, and despite how much the Braves have seen him in recent years, the Braves have also had a bit of success against him. Over his past eight starts against the Braves, Nola has allowed five earned runs, four earned runs, three earned runs, four earned runs, five earned runs. Actually, in five of his last seven starts, Nola has allowed three or more earned runs. Now, he's had a pretty good record against the Braves because the Braves pitching on their side versus Nola hasn't been that great. And with Jay go to Rizzi on the mound, you're, you probably will get a mixed bag of success and struggles. But if the Braves offense can just keep it close like they did last night, they've got proof that they can get the job done. Once the game gets to the bullpens. So the big thing for Rizzi tonight is just to keep the game close. In whatever way, shape, or form, you can do it. Put together five or six innings of hopefully getting a quality start. And then you have to like your odds of how your bullpen is performing. Plus how your offense performed last night. You have to like your odds. And then if, you, if the Braves can get it done tonight, you then go into Sunday with Spencer Strider on the mound. For a series sweep. So it's certainly going to be a tough assignment. That's what happens when you're facing off against Nola, who's one of the best pitchers in the National League. But the Braves have the formula of how to win. They did it last night. Hopefully they can get the job done again, especially if Austin Riley and Ronald Acuna Jr. and others can build off their strong performances on Friday night. Can't thank you enough for joining us here on the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves, as part of the Battery Power Podcast Network. You can find the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power Podcast, Road to Atlanta Podcast, and podcasts to be named later, all at BatteryPower.com, at BatteryPowerSB, and across all forms of social media, and free on all podcast platforms. Wherever you choose to listen, that's where we'll be for free. Just hit that subscribe button. My name's Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. We'll be back with you next week here on the Daily Hamlet.